five, four, three, two, one. Beers and banter, episode 23. The science update is back. Timmy is in the house. Boomers bounce Canada. Footy finals fever is here. Let's hit it. Boom. The OG crew is back in the sweaty box. They're yep. all here, all three of us. Yep, this is it. They said it would never happen again. Big Timmy's made back. the trek back up. So yep. welcome, mate. Those Thanks, contract mate. talks Thanks. have finally sorted themselves out. We've uh, it's got you know your managers sorted out. Now. He did, we're yeah, yeah. We've <laughs> that's exactly right. We've worked out that uh, it's still in zero pay. Yep. Yeah, so I'm still in the red, but we're stop we're stop charging you. That's to exactly come right. On the podcast. No. Thanks, guys. Good to have you back, mate. Good to be back and providing the beers. Yeah, thank you. Compliments of uh, Seven Mile in Ballina. Ballina Brewery, this one. We're excited. We were hoping for a beer review tonight, but we've had a late scratching. Uh, Hopefully, we'll bring that to you in the next couple of weeks. But, Timmy, you're going to run us through tonight. Um, Let's start. Do you want a beer? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's let's pour it. So, I've got actually, and Dylan just, did you order one of these yet? No, but I was investigated. The growler. The growler. Different growler to what (laughs) I've. Don't Google. Just don't Google the growler. So this is called the Growler. What was it called? Growler Keg. Growler. Growler Works. Growler Works. So what it allows you to do is go to your brewery, craft brewery, and fill up with what it, on your favourite beer. Stick it in the fridge, and then you have on tap cold craft beer. Be careful with that, with that glass. That's oh, that? That came all the way from Germany, the uh, Oktoberfest. Mate, you... So this beer is an IPA, Indian Pale Ale. This is one of my favourite beers. Beautiful. So this is like a actually that's a the one I think portable I'm keg, out. Timmy. Do you want it? you can drink out of that? Yeah, special I've guest got my. Look at that. There we go. What about the weekend? Tremendous. Yeah, plenty of sport, mate. The finals are uh, finals are on us for the AFL, and I think maybe a few teams, a couple of injuries on the weekend. The NRL might. Cheers, Cheers boys. boys. Yeah, thank you. Hang on, before we start, let's have a taste of that. Tell me what you think. Come on. It's strong. These look 7.2%. Yeah, that's good. Alcohol. Hints of nutmeg, do you think? I don't know. No. I'm looking at nutmeg. Very hoppy, bitter. I like that. That's good. It's nice. What's the name of that one, Timmy? So that's their IPA, which is Indian Pale Ale. Those seven mile breweries in Ballina. They do a lot of good beers. Mm. They actually won a comp. They won a comp with this one uh, last year sometime. So it was one of their first beers they brewed. They went to the comp and they actually took it out, which is pretty impressive. It's a small little brewery. There's plenty of them popping up and around now. So, But that's one that's close. It's actually around the corner from my house. My local. Of course what, it is. What about uh, weekend, Father's Day? Did you get looked after by the family? Yeah, mate. had a uh, nice breakfast down at Burley, down your neck of the woods. Thanks for the invite. Um, <coughs> it... Uh, and a bit of time on the beach and roast dinner last night, so it was a good day. Gold Coast show, did you hit that? No, I didn't, unfortunately. Well, fortunately. Well, my nostalgia got the better of me, and I thought, you know, I used to love going to the show as a kid. Our kids had never been to the Echo or to the Gold Coast show, so we thought, you know what, we'll, we'll treat them, we'll take them. One show bag each, maybe one ride. Dear God. Took out diff- a second mortgage on the house. For the show bags? <laughs> show bags are about 30 bucks now. Uh, it's... I paid five dollars for four slugs on the on the shooting gallery. It was uh, it was horrendous. 
But kids enjoyed themselves, had a dag good dog. Uh, but you had three of them. One and a half. I had mine and then one of the kids didn't eat all of theirs. So <laughs> don't know what I don't like your tone. Because it was a public but holiday up here, was it the show day? Yeah, it Friday was, yeah. was, yeah. Oh, Friday. I saw something about uh barbecue sauce was an option with a dagwood dog. Yeah, I rate the barbecue sauce, mm. but I didn't get barbecue. Missy didn't. No, I saw something in the chance. the Gold Coast Bulletin did a thing about it. There was blow ups, yeah. Yeah. That's just weird. Oh, who didn't turn their phone off? Wouldn't be me. Oh. It definitely it's not me, it's you. It's not me. There's oh, only one person oh, left. Oh, Maddie boy. Yeah. I like that. I'll have to screenshot that. You can abuse him later. I'll have to get back to him. Yeah. Sorry, boss. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is after. It's after five. Um, it's quarter past two. <laughs> start it. Stop <laughs> it. Um, where are we? What are we doing? Oh, weekend. Yeah. Gold Coast show. It was spread out. I did some walking. Yeah, it was tough. It was all the way from the Sundale Bridge through to Lotus Creek. Is that Southport now, isn't it? Yeah, the Broadwater. The show. Yeah. Yeah, Broadwater. Is that first time that location? Because it's normally at the Turf Club, wasn't it? The previous? Well, it used to be at the showgrounds at Parkland. Mm. Yeah, we went to one a couple of years ago. It was at the Turf Club. Oh, right. Yeah, that's where they moved I think moved it moved to. from Parklands to the Turf Club and now um, the Broadwater. There you go. Yeah, plenty of sport, eh? Did you? Did huge, you catch- huge weekend. Hard to, hard to think back over uh, Melbourne, stamped their authority on Manly. At Brookvale. Um, who else? What else well, happened? Uh, Titans, shit again. Just normal. I was hoping the Titans had been by 13 plus. That was going to get our um, Jaffa back on track, but not to be. It's, uh, that was a big call. But yeah, they uh, Rabbitohs had a good win against New Zealand. Um, probably the match of the round was yesterday. The Raiders and the, the Sharks, that was a beauty. I missed, um, I missed it. I missed 14 it. 14 all. Um, both sides kicked two field goals within the last 10 minutes of the game. Um, then it went golden point and um, Gal didn't get his fairy tale. He didn't know. It was his, his last game at Shark Park. So um, They're right on the bubble too now. Still. Yeah, they got a big game next week against the Tigers. I think they've Winner of that will make the eight. So. Do you reckon that's about the only spot available? Is eighth spot now? I think Brisbane can't can't be. Brisbane caught. can't miss. Um, I think Manly will finish fifth. I, I think probably the, the big one out of the weekend was Manly. They obviously lose Turbo now. He's yeah. He's done his elbow or shoulder. So late reports this afternoon were that he's going for surgery. That they're not going to try and play him in a couple. Yeah. Of weeks, so I think obviously without them, they got a couple of other injuries recently. I think they've probably hit the brick wall now. Um, and as we see most years, it's probably you know the top, outside the top four, you can't really see anyone. Not in the NRL, can't see anyone doing you, going very deep. You never know. Did you see Darius Boyd's game on the other yeah. night? Yeah, yeah, I did. He, I mean, he's been under pressure, and it was good to see him. Yeah, finally string one together. But yeah, I just I don't think the I just don't think the Broncos or any of those teams outside the eight can go with. You know, a Roosters or a Storm or even a Rabbits on their day. And, and obviously Raiders are going to be at home too. First time in a long time, no finals footy in Brisbane, which is, uh, we'll get to the AFL, but Gabba will be rocking on Saturday night. There is no NRL finals mm. uh, this year in, in Brisbane. What did I see? Wasn't there something about a second Brisbane team? Yeah, so I was just trying to find the article. Um, 
there was obviously a bit went on. Two years or a shout out to uh, we've got a follower on uh, on the Twitter sphere, uh, Mr. Bods, very passionate Gold Coaster as we are. Um, I feel like he's got the same he's the same ideas as us that you know footy needs to succeed on the coast. So thanks for the uh, thanks for tweeting at us on the weekend. But pointed out a couple of articles to me, one being in the Herald Sun that basically said. Um, 75% of people surveyed didn't care whether the Suns made it. And then obviously uh, Channel 9, there's reports coming out that Channel 9 basically want the second Brisbane team. That's that's the big push. They're the ones that are driving that. So money talks. They're the ones that are going to be shelling out the, the couple of billion dollars next time the TV deal comes around and they want another they want another team in Brisbane. It's no secret the the... You know the NRL want to play twenty six games a year at Suncorp, but what is, what happens whenever that talk sparks up? It's always the Titans that are first under the bus. Uh, some nafty Rothfield out of uh, Sydney, he always likes sinking the boot in. Obviously, whenever the Titans comes up, if they can sink the boot into them, it takes the takes the focus away from teams like the Sharks or the Tigers, St George even who are battling. I think you know. Newcastle had got three spoons in a row, but no one was talking about relocating them. Cause so why would it's back a, up? Why would Channel Nine want? What's why would Channel well, Nine? They, they want to have a that. game. They want to have a get. So Friday night football is the highest rating game in Queensland every week when the Broncos are at home. So so if, they they want to have a second game. They want to have a game at Stuncourt Stadium every Friday night. Okay, and alternate between the two teams essentially. And for a long time, it, so. Obviously, team anyone that doesn't follow the Broncos has been blowing up for the last probably five, six, seven years that the Broncos get to play every Friday night. Now, there's massive advantages. If you get to play the same time every week, you get to structure your week, your rehab, your training, your captain's run, play Friday night, weekend off, start again Monday. Whereas every other team's dealing with some weeks they play Friday, some weeks they play Sunday, some, some weeks it's Thursday night. Yep. The Broncos, for a long, long time, have had a good run. And that's dictated by Channel Nine is that they rate well, and Channel Nine want them on their on their Thursday or Friday night games. So they want it every Friday night. So now Brisbane they want yet. they want two teams out of Brisbane that are going to pr- deliver that same. I think it's false. I think if you had a looked at the t- Broncos crowds at the start of this year when they weren't going real good, and if you think you're going to fill SunCorp twenty six rounds a year, I think you're dreaming. It, success success fills a stadium, and putting another team. In southeast Queensland, does not just mean it's going to immediately work overnight. There's talk of the crushers. I've, I've heard a few times in the last couple of days. It's a pretty cool theory. If the crushers were never kicked out of the comp, potentially the, those players that the Broncos missed out on, so your Cameron Smiths, your Billy Slaters, your Cooper Cronks, they got snubbed by the Broncos and ended up at Melbourne. Yeah, it's... So the theory is that if maybe if the the crushers were still around that they would have picked it up. Well, I'd argue. Well, you got you could say the same about the charges. If the charges hadn't have been kicked out in '97, mm. they might have picked up those guys. Or or better still, what's the common denominator about Inglis, Cronk, Slater, Smith, Craig Bellamy? What if what? What if any four guys could have gone there and he he's actually the X factor that's produced those players? Yeah, I mean, it's the silence is not good for the podcast. No, no, no. Come on, that's no, for, that's I, on you. 
I just come his back. eyes went towards you. I, I come back to the fact that, and you said it earlier, but Channel Nine run the, run the NRL, and you know the TV the TV rights, what they pay to have the rights on Channel Nine well, to the NRL. The NRL can't. They cannot afford to not have. Well, Super League Super League killed the Crushers and the Chargers. Basically, they they were the they were the um, I can't think of the word. They they were the collateral damage basically that's that Brisbane to get everyone back to the table. They, they so so a mate said to me today, and, and I've thought about it, and I agree with what what he said. Why can the Titans not? Why could they not agree that the Titans play six or seven games out of Suncorp each year, keep them based on the Gold Coast as the Gold Coast Titans, but have them play six or seven games at Suncorp Stadium on a Friday night to fill that void that Channel Nine are after? That's not what the that's not the that's not the deal though. They What's they're basically the... saying there's two types of people in Brisbane: those that support the Broncos and those that hate them. So what they want is yeah, but, another Bron- another Brisbane team for everyone to get behind. Yeah, but those that hate the Broncos, do they not already have a team or they just sit there and... Yeah, they do. They so, do. So the Parramatta fans or so, St George So fans. bringing in a second team into Brisbane doesn't mean that all those non-Bronco supporters are going to jump straight on that bandwagon. That, that's, I 100% agree with you. That's why I don't think just plonking the Sharks in the middle of Brisbane that's, is going to work. That's what I'm saying. So why not relocate, not relocate, but why not have the Titans play six or seven games an hour drive north... The Titans supporters will still go up to Suncorp. Those that want it will still go up and watch them. Yeah. You still get the games at Seabus Stadium. You've still got your Gold Coast Titans in the comp. I don't think that's what they're after. Well, it's not, but... I'd be more I'd be more happy, though, if the Titans, as a club, decided they were going to circle the Broncos and they were going to take two games a year to the sunny coast and they were going to take two games a year to Ipswich and they were basically just going to... I was so anti it, it wasn't funny when it first got announced, but do you know what? If they could surround the Broncos and go, all right, we're going to we're going to capture the Sunny Coast kids and the Ipswich kids and the Gold Coast kids and the Northern Rivers kids, that that appeals to me a little bit. Um, I'm also trying to trying to take a level head into it that the same emotion that I that boils up in me when people talk about kicking the Titans out is that I've started to realise well, it's just there's a, there's an even bigger emotion when you start going oh like the Perth Sharks or the Adelaide Eels or the Redcliffe Roosters, you know, that's, you know, you can only imagine what those clubs that have got a lot of history feel about those sorts of comments. The only difference being that the, it's not a national competition with nine people, nine teams in Sydney. It's never, it's not going to last. I think what will happen is, I, I honestly think they will start a fresh franchise in Brisbane and it will be the survival of the fittest. There will be no extra cash thrown around. And they'll go to 17 teams while it suits them. And the teams that don't prosper in Sydney will get booted. It'll, it, I don't think they'll go through the lawsuits that they went through with the Rabbitohs and the heartache that they're going through with North Sydney. Or I, You kick Manly out of the comp, say goodbye to the Northern Beaches. They'll, they'll be rugby fans or they'll do something else. You, you, you talk, talk about oh, St George having a bad year. You cannot get rid of St George, particularly being that it's, it's yeah, out but, of Sydney. Yeah, but it doesn't. On-field performances doesn't dictate. No, it shouldn't. It, but it doesn't. It, it's the clubs that financially, and I don't know where the Dragons are in a financial point of view, but clubs like the Dogs and Penrith and Parramatta, names that get talked about. Those three will never they, go. They've got plenty of money. I'd plenty of money. More so, I don't know the facts and figures. I'll talk out my ass a little bit. 
South's privately owned, so Rusty's not going to let them fold. They just go and do another movie. Roosters, Roosters, they're the team that I always joke. They're the ones that should be moving out of, out of Sydney. They've got no juniors. Uh, shout out to Moz out there in Toowoomba. He loves roasting the, roasting the Roosters. Uh, no juniors, but they've got lots of cash. So the three people turn up to their games. I'd like to see them as the Fiji Roosters. That's, that's my hot tip. You go, uh, <laughs> you like that? West's Tigers playing out of Perth. Your team's still going to play nine times a year in Sydney. You're still going to get to watch them play. Um, and maybe, you know, I'm not, I'm not keen on the second Brisbane team until the Titans are doing well. And then when the Titans are doing well, then you, then you lob another team into Brisbane. You might be waiting a while for that. We could be. But I think the Lions and the Swans are an example of AFL ripping off the Band-Aid. And when you get 20 years, 30 years down the track, it works. And that's how far ahead we got to be. The NRL's got to be thinking. They can't think about, oh, who, we're going to lose 11,000 members short term. You've got to think we're gaining a new market. Because that's what the AFL's done to the Gold Coast. The big reason I didn't get behind that, the Suns is because it wasn't local. Well, in my opinion, I, I, this is, you know, bird on the biscuit tin, outside looking in. That was the AFL trying to come into a market, and they wanted to, you know, they wanted to get a piece of the pie. Whereas when the Titans started, it was there's a lot of rugby league people on the Gold Coast that wanted a team again. Yeah. That was the big difference I saw. But the but the difference now is the AFL they're just pouring money in here, and it's not they're not going to let up. No, they're not. And, and I mean, the AFL's gone that far now with the Suns, and they've poured that much money into the Suns that they're not going to let them. Fight. They're going to make it work. You didn't get roughhead either, by the way. It's gone to St Kilda. He has, has they announced mm, it, have they? Apparently. Yeah, I, you know. And again, the NRL have done they've, – they've propped up the Titans now for a few years. They did for a little while. But we're, we're, we're on our feet now. So anyone that, you know, lived in this area or can see our current roster, hey, we're not going great, but finally it's full of young kids from the area. And we've never had that. It's always been a retiree, you know, last stop before I, before I buy a house at uh, Main Beach sort of, sort of set up. Finally, we've we've got that junior pathways. Anyone that's really been involved with Gold Coast Rugby Leagues knows Northern Rivers, Gold Coast, Logan, huge nursery. You let that go, you'll never get it back. Yeah. I mean, and the other thing too that you've got to remember with these, these big clubs in Sydney and even the Broncos, like, you know, Penrith Leagues Club, like these Broncos Leagues Clubs, they've got massive league clubs with, with plenty of poker machines. And yeah. People in there having dinner and drinks and, and, you know, they're making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year out of these leagues clubs. The Titans have got nothing. They've got a, they've got a team that plays in the NRL that hasn't had a lot of success. And outside that, there's not much else at the moment. Thank you, Timmy. Yeah. Uh, to support the club or prop up the club. I hate poker machines, so I hope well, I'd rather our model yeah, survive yeah. without them. But it's the reality. That's, that's the reality of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, certainly a leagues club, a legit leagues club and... I still don't understand why they're doing a lot of that stuff up on the northern end of the Gold Coast, but I understand their growth areas, I guess. But um, I still – I wish the Centre of Excellence had a worked and I wish they had a plonked a pub right next to it there in Rabina. Mm. I'm I'm not driving to Coomera for a beer no. or, or, or Parkwood. I mean, ultimately, the, and you look at the – you look at the Leeds clubs that do it well in Sydney and they've got 
you know, they've got a leagues club outside, basically outside the ground. Yeah. And so directly after the game, Shout another out. phone ringing. DG. Direct, directly after the game, you've got 10, 15,000 people pouring into a leagues club yeah. for a couple of beers, dinner, whatever it might be. Massive difference. Did we actually press record? Jesus. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. We're you going good. That, don't you? That's that like, just that's consumed massive amount of the uh, the pod. Anyway. It, it's a hot topic, it, you know. It, I, I would say, but hopefully, that's... people can tell it's something I'm very passionate about. I'm not as attached to the Suns, but it's also it's warming on me because of my. I'm passionate about the Gold Coast. It pisses me off to no end that people talk about ah oh, nothing ever works on the Gold Coast. It's like bullshit. It this is the best place in Australia to live. Fastest growing city in Australia, sixth biggest city. Infrastructure is up the shit, but honestly, I wouldn't live anywhere else. Mm. Maybe the sunny coast, but that's that's not big enough to support a footy team. I, if if it can't work here, it can't work anywhere. No. Well, I mean, we can talk about it until we're blue in the face, but ultimately, Channel Nine, as long as they've got the TV rights, are going to you know ultimately control the final decision they're going to have a big say in it yeah. AFL not no games over the weekend other than I watched that is it the EJ Witten EJ Witten yeah it's all the legends um, I could get behind that rectangular AFL game it was really? nice and quick yeah it was different so it was played on a basically a a miniature field so is that the AFL X style AFL X rules yeah. yeah nine nine on the field at any one time what about Steve uh, Stevie Price yeah for had, the radio job had, had a blinder yeah he played He's, all right He's a hobbits type bloke. Yep. Doesn't, doesn't really have the little, frame little for AFL, the, but little midget down the golf square. He 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 nailed it. His other mate up the other end was no good. Hopeless. How did well, he get a start? Where's he from? One of the radio stations yeah. as well. He, yeah, he was terrible. He was no good. They 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 hand fed him about half a dozen <laughs> kicks, and he got nowhere. Well, he he went on as a power play, basically they called it. So you get you get double points. So they kept trying to feed it to him to get a goal, which was worth twelve points, and. He could not catch it. <laughs> it hit the deck every single time. It went straight through it's his like hands. He's trying to catch soap, Timmy. Uh, but yeah, so that was a charity game. Obviously, the weekend off before the final start this week. So, what do you think about that? I think we get too much league. There, I said it. I got, I got footy fatigue. I think twenty six rounds is too yeah, many. I don't. I, I don't. Because when the season's done and dusted, you got to wait four months until you see another game. What are you, you got me. Do? That was the only thing I was going to say. Is that come February, I'm like begging the season yeah. to start. What's going to happen to the pod? What are you going uh, to do? We might go a bit diverse. Yeah, bit of uh, there's a bit of controversy. Bit of controversy in the surf life saving at the moment. So I want to. We might cover a bit of that in the next couple of weeks. Is that anything to do with the fact that you promised some money to a particular club and haven't come through with it? I told you not to bring that up on the pod. Sorry, mate. Um. Burley? (laughs) Killed me. Was that Burley Nippers? Back to the footy fatigue. Still waiting. I do like the uh, the break. So they've had the week off in the AFL. I'd love to – I think that's when the the All-Stars game should be played. Well, I I guess with the break, there's always two sides to it. If if you've got a team that's banged up, players out, injured, sore bodies, which everyone saw this time week, of the year. Week off. The week off is advantageous. But if, instead of playing Mad Monday, the rest of those guys get together for an All-Stars game. Similar like NFL. There's the I Pro you, Bowl. I thought you were going to say they get together for a mad, big Mad Monday. <laughs> the Pro Bowl. You know the Pro Bowl in the NFL. Yeah. That happens, obviously, except for the two teams that are in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what you need. Yeah, well, I don't know what you need to do on that weekend off, but I – 
you know, you see it from that point of view where the players that are maybe having a rough patch with injuries and maybe form get that week off to, mm. to rebuild against a team that's coming in with some form, players fresh, no injuries, everyone's up and about. They've then got to stop the momentum and have a week off. Yeah. And then everyone's back to square one first week of the finals. I'm just thinking that's the weekend you have the All-Stars and game, the fastest man in league, the who can bench press the most, like strongest man in league. But that's going to leave the teams that are in the finals out, I would have thought. Yeah, yeah. but they're, they're freshening up. But uh, there's two you know, sides. And then you always get – and we have buys. The AFL has buys during the year. Yeah. And you always see different teams come back that and how they bounce back after that buy. So that you have that factor in the first week of the finals. You know, do they come out fit and firing? Do they come out a bit flat because they're used to playing every week? There's also the potential to lose some momentum in the media too. Like, you, yeah, you have no. the week off, and then all of a sudden it's like, yeah. See, I don't agree with that because no. they've got they've got all Australian awards. They've got um, the AFL MVP that's just voted by the. They have all these events in the week in that week. So I like it. I, I like it. You know, and they, and they build it up. And I think, if anything, the momentum builds. Everyone's now like, bring on Saturday or have, bring on Thursday night. Do you the have first the Brownlow? That, or is that no, the week that's before the, the grand, final? grand final? Yeah, right. I, 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 that's when I do the Daily M, the, the whole lot. Mm. I like it. I, I don't mind it. Um, just before we move off footy completely, we mentioned a bit of NFL. Val Holmes. Yeah, so didn't, missed, didn't make the cut. What do you reckon? Didn't make the top 53. Oh. Timmy. I'm just going to put something out here. Mm. Million dollars to live in Townsville, play 26 games of footy a year, live like a king, walk around the streets, straight your stuff, or live in New York, 190000 a year, get bashed around the ring by uh, professional NFL players. In the practice. Didn't he? Isn't he in the practice? Is that? Yeah. Yep. So he hasn't made the team. He's so he doesn't same. get to play footy all year, yes. but he has to train every week. Train every week. I did see What that. are you doing? Million bucks, playing every week. Hundred and ninety. Keep no, it. Keep no. in mind, he's well, already he's already made a couple of million. He's yeah, fairly see, young too, though. See, the thing is, money doesn't always motivate these people. So I didn't realize how young he is. He's only twenty three, so mm. he he could put a couple of years in that mm. practice squad, and if it doesn't work, he's still got ten years in the NRL. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. I mean, you got the Cowboys are sitting there, absolutely ready to go. If he decides he doesn't want to go to the NFL. Or doesn't want to keep going. That's scary. They've got a million bucks to yeah. drop. But to answer your question, I'd take the million. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, thank you. Every day of the week. But and I, you get to live in Townsville. Shout out to the fine. Brownsville. Oh, yeah. New York, Townsville. That, similar. New York. Well, no, I'll tell Townsville. you what, the 190 grand's not going far Give in New York. Townsville. True. Good fishing. Get a boat. They, um, get to hang out with Roy. Yep. Yeah, Perfect. I, so I, I saw a fair bit of that last his last trial game. I actually watched the replay and I thought he was okay. Yeah. Um, so is, there, is he any chance of getting picked up by any other teams? Or that window's passed so, as well now? No, so the other teams have an option to sign him. Um, but Jets announced today that he's in the practice in their practice if, squad. If no one picks him up. Okay. If right. no one picks him up, the net, the Jets have got a – it's like an international agreement, I guess you'd call it, that they can have an extra – they can have an 11th man in their practice squad. Yeah, right. Which will go to him if nobody else decides they want him. So, you know, I mean, you're right. He won't play a game. And essentially, these guys in the practice squad are just there as punching bags Yeah. for the main guys just to run at them, smash them. If someone gets injured, he might get a start. Yeah, I don't Well, I don't know whether they can bring him off well, that practice squad. If, 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 that's the talk. Yeah, I, I don't know the ins it's, and outs. It's, but... it's a lottery, though. You think, oh, there's 53 spots. Well, there's not. 
there's, there's 53 spots, including the guys that played last year. So the, I don't know how many actual openings would there have been. It wouldn't have well, been I, many. Yeah, I don't know how many they lose. But, I mean, they went, they cut it from 90. So 90 started out when he went over there. They cut it from 90 to 53. Yep. Um, no, yeah. I mean, I don't know how, how what he missed out by, how much, the reasons behind it, but. I know the position he they were trying to play him at. There was they had two or three really good ones in front of him. Yeah, that's it. that was the only problem, mate. So, um, in, no more AFL news. No first first week of the finals this week. Obviously, the Gabber will be rocking on Saturday night, Brisbane, so and you're ditching my birthday to go to the Gabba. Uh, undecided at the no, stage. How do you do that? That's real rough. I didn't know we were allowed to do that. Well. Send me an email. Not can really. I, not can, really. I, can I come? <laughs> uh, uh, what about, let's talk today. Mitch Marsh's family has been notified. He is playing the fourth test. Really? So you've got Steve Smith to come back into the side. And Mitch Marsh is, they're, they're talking about Matt Wade making way for Mitch Marsh. Marsh. Just for the extra bowler. What about Stark? Stark averages nearly as many as him. Batting. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've always, I think. He has got pictures of someone with I think a he's another one of those. He, he reminds me a bit of Shane Watson back in the day. They just keep giving him chances, giving him chances. Pictures with, of someone with a goat. I mean, it, he's obviously, <laughs> there's a, there's an advantage to have him there. And he's not a great bowler, but he'll, he'll tie down an end. There's obviously an advantage to have that extra all-rounder. but And Wade hasn't done anything outstanding, has he? No, he's batted all right. Yeah, without being a superstar, but... Anyway, that fires up this weekend, too. Um, golf? Any golf news? President's uh, Cup? Are we getting tickets or what? President's what Cup's only, uh, what have no. we got, a couple Where of months away? I'll go get it. Is you it guys hold the conversation. I'll be back. A little bit... Um, what were you talking about? I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> uh, golf. Golf, Jimmy? no. What are okay. you... Mate, your you golf what, game? I played on Friday, actually. Did you? Century Cove. Yeah. Is it, it is the highest score wins, isn't it? Uh, did yeah, you break a no, hundred? No, 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 yeah. Well, actually, I was playing Ambrose. I see you did. I still lost. <laughs> Are you blokes getting an Uber or what? Um, well, we use a double parked. I thought we were. I thought this was beers and banter, so not right tea on, and banter. banter. What are we moving on to here, Timmy? So this is. I've got. Sorry about the goal. Let's. Do, we'll come back to I've the goal. Just got to send a text message. Yeah, you do that. Well, I get this sorted. Well, we are, we are unprofessional. Night. I reckon this is our best. Now, this pod is ever. perfect. This is this is how it should be every life. week. This is this is it every week. You boys double parked here. So this I want you to try this. This is straight out of so we've gone from uh, a premium craft beer to this one's nine dollars for a six pack. Tell <laughs> right, me to try it first. I'll, give it a go. Tell me I'm gonna have some water to wash Actually, my Actually, tell me where you can there's something I can distinctly taste when I have a drink of this one. It did come into my possession. Oh, yeah. Smell it first. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you smell. You said craft beer. This isn't a craft beer. This is... It smells like metho, Timmy. <laughs> I reckon it smells like bubble gum. <laughs> That's from Aldi. That's $9. That's $9 a six-pack. What is that? North of nowhere. North of nowhere pale ale. It's pretty ordinary. Yeah. Give it a go. For nine oh, bucks. yeah. Give it a go. You just <laughs> what, said, told me how bad it was. What is the carton price on that? It's I don't know. It was eight, It was actually $18, $18 for... What's that aftertaste? For 12 years. I think you paid $8 too much. 
That is horrendous. It's all right. So I thought that was it was a good two perspectives. Yeah, right. You've got my favourite beer, probably my least favourite so far ever. Yeah, okay. Um, it's a free beer. Was, you blokes are hard to please. It, it was a weird weekend in the uh, in the motor racing, the Formula. There was a, obviously a death in the Formula 2, which um, was uh, really sad. Anton Hubert. Um, I hope I said that right. Hubert? Hubert. Um <laughs> Died in the Formula Two on the Saturday, and then but his good mate Charles Leclerc came out on the Sunday, winning, winning, um, which was big first ever Formula One win. Poor bugger was just you could tell he was um, emotional wreck. He was a wreck. Obviously, you're supposed to be elated when you win your first ever Formula One. Like mm. that's a big deal. Driving a Ferrari, you got the Monaco national anthem, and then followed by the Italian national anthem. And the poor bugger, he, you could just see he was just eating him inside. But um, in, interesting weekend. Oh, I didn't get any sleep. I was, it was about finished at about 12.30, 1 o'clock. I thought, all right, I've got four hours of sleep ahead of me and I'll still be okay. Young boy starts coughing and the dog starts barking. And Anyway, it's been a tough monday Otis has been rough today. Anyway, Ricardo. He was up to about 7th. I thought, oh, here we go. No, good weekend. I don't know what they're doing at Renault. They left him out on the same set of tyres for 43 laps. He got he got a big big shunt on the first lap. It's like when when you're not having the luck, you you just you're not having the luck. He's having one of those years. Basically, they left him out on the tyres in the last couple of laps. The whole middle of the pack went past him, and he ended up in about 14th. So, I don't know why they didn't bring him in and put a fresh set of tyres with about 15 laps to go or something. Let him. Because even his teammate went straight past him, and they'd brought him in to get fresh tyres. So I don't, I really, they, they really don't know what they're doing there. But um, Boomer, it just thought, shows how much of a part of that is your team. There's so much in it, like, not just the racing. I mean, you obviously had. Uh, I'd love to see him and Leclerc at Ferrari next year. That'd yeah. be unreal. But we need Vettel to retire mm. for that to happen. Boomers, did you watch? I watched that game. I watched a bit of it. Yeah, the Boomers have I opened right. opened their FIBA World Cup with a win against Canada. That was a good win. They were they were down by a couple of points, probably about half time. And then well, even even late in the third quarter, they were still down. But they just seemed to put. They just decided Came to step over top it up. Of them in the last quarter, Delhi, uh, Paddy Mills, Big B- Andrew Bogut. Uh, who else? Joe Inglis was playing well. Yeah. It, they look yeah. good, man. Yeah, they, they do. Until, um, well, I mean, they beat the USA. That was huge. Admittedly, a few weeks ago. So, can't see them winning the World Cup, but I think they can They can give it a shake. I reckon they could. No, I'm saying it now. They're going to win. The Yanks have sent some pretenders team over. Back up for the Jaffa. What, yeah, what North, they're paying. North Burley Pan. Junior, come back. Anyway, go Boomers. I'm going to follow that closely. Uh, I think Troy, Troy, last week's guest, shout out to Troy, great guest, really good. Um, good. Thanks, thanks for last yeah, week's good episode, boys. Uh, he's got a race coming up, so I hope, hope he, hope he smashes it down. Good luck, uh, mate. Hope he goes real well down there. Um, I think that's all I got for sport. So, time for a science update, Timmy. I agree. You're what back do you think? He likes a kid. Yeah, the, the crowd's been the hate it. mail that yeah. I get when we don't have a, a science update has yeah. been horrendous. He goes, we even num- he gave, goes our numbers again. We even gave uh, Dylan a few things to research. Yep. Yeah, I'm out, Jerry. What? That's it. I'm You're done. Can't What's going on, mate? What do you mean? You scared time. you might learn something? 
Oh, mate. That's all right. Take your beer. That's a roadie. You take that one. No, don't. You're, you're leaving that here. Get in the Uber. You can have that. He's going to have to drink that. Do He'll be drinking that on Saturday night if you come to his party. I'm what, I'm what? Thanks, mate. See drive for, safe. Is he for real? I don't know. Is he good to drive? Does he know we're he's recording? He's No, he's fine. He's fine. He's getting an Uber. Yeah. I'm more... No, he's, is he legit leaving? He's going. Mid-pod? He's had enough. We're middle of the pod. Yeah, good. Go. Oh. Better off without Yeah. Droning voice anyway. Puts you to sleep. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Most listeners are saying... Oh, get get him of, off. Get rid of Dylan. Get him off. They want... Yeah. They want better stories out of him. They so know he's got. They know he's holding back. Is the yeah. thing. He's he's got dirt on some of the biggest stars, and he doesn't. He doesn't even drop it. No. <laughs> doesn't even drop it. Well, well cheers, Jimmy. mate. Yeah, good. Yeah, stuff him. That's all right. I can't believe he just skeleton lit. crew. I can't we'll, believe he walked out we'll on that stick podcast. It out. Oh, it's about time. Yeah. Science update. What do you got? You the Mandela effect? That I was one. Well, I haven't seen you for a little while. I want Asteroids, to talk to you. meteorites. There's been, there's been some meteors coming out of the sky, mm. like. I'm worried one's going to hit my house. Oh, really? You know, they, they light up the sky. There was one in South Australia there a little while. Oh, what's going on? That's all right. The mic's oh, just no. falling. Hang on. Mic's falling I've got over. it. Oh, I've got it. I'm good. It's all good. What, what's the difference between... Uh, well, there's meteors have been have been touching down in Earth or in the South South Southern Ocean. But then you've got some asteroids have been, been coming real close to the Earth. What's going on there? So, there. I mean, there's always asteroids... Buzzing around, so essentially a meteor, I suppose, once it comes into the atmosphere. So an asteroid's essentially a big, rocky, rocky body. Yeah. And a meteor, meteorite, is once it comes into the atmosphere uh, and it generally burns up on entry. So essentially what you see is like a flash through the yeah. sky. But what, I mean, you know, there's, we've spoken about this before. And I need a pop filter on this, I think. Do you? I, I, I like do you know, your little... I, yeah, I, like I like being able to just can, lean into it. Can, yeah, I can feel my... Hear my little... I like it. I've got some more on the way. Mm, Hopefully good. the fans at home appreciate how much money I'm spending on eBay at the moment. On, it's not uh, much. I've seen the receipts. <laughs> new mic stands and microphones and a mixer and... But what, what I'm excited about that is mining... Mining... This will be the next thing. Mining on, on asteroids... So if you can imagine, so they say like the the elements and that are on an asteroid, yeah. Uh, you know, so we talk about mining on Earth. Imagine an asteroid that passes Earth. Right? Okay, we go. Okay, we know yeah. it's coming. It's going to pass Earth, and it's going to be within a range that we can reach with a rocket. Imagine being able to then launch a space station, uh, and I'm not talking about a manned, you know, um, station. I'm talking about something that's done by drones. Yeah, that could then mine elements. As it goes out and around the sun, and then when it does its next near pass, let's say it's in five years, ten years' time, it shoots off a little drone, shoot with uh, materials and supplies back down. I'm worried about the balance of Earth. So I'm worried that we dig really deep holes. Like There was something I read the other day that was like, the deepest hole on planet Earth is covered up by a rusty old manhole. So when you say the balance... It's like 12,000... Meters into the earth as I've drilled a hole. I'm worried about we're taking a whole lot of resources out of certain places and then we send them all around the planet. What about when we start like shipping in large quantities of maybe it's heavy metals or what? It, like no, what? If, what if we throw no. off the rotation? So the Earth actually sheds. Um, so we do actually give what do we call it uh, mass back to the do solar we? system? Yeah, we do. Yeah, right. More than actually we take in. 
That, that beer's kicking in. I'm, about, I'm just like, I'm yeah, getting real comfy in this chair. <laughs> so we do actually, we already give back, um, you know, we already lose mass. So right. we lose more mass than what we gain. But so I don't, I, we're talking such small quantities, you know, we're not, it's nothing that's What about water? Is that, is that what we need? What if they could bring in a heap of water off an asteroid into Africa or something um, like that? Do you want water? I mean, it, or elements like gold. I mean, these are the sort of things that asteroids have. Gold? 100%. Yep. yep. Wow. So these are the sort of things we could mine and then we don't. I mean, it's more, I think it's more, when they talk about mining in space, it's more about protecting what uh, what we have. So, you know, there's no secret that obviously, you know, what we do mining-wise has an effect and an effect that's sometimes irreversible. Yeah. So if we can do this in space, I mean, it, also there's ethics about doing that, but uh, essentially, you know, it's... Are we better what about sending some rubbish up there? Like, Yeah, well, yeah. that's this comes down, I suppose, Just the... Uh, you know, shoot is it ethical? It. Oh, no, it's not going to... Essentially, it's the same thing. <laughs> Just send it. <laughs> it's like a nuclear waste. I think the only issue there mm. is that you sit, potentially, if, if the rocket explodes before it leaves the atmosphere, mm. we could be in trouble, but... Would be the trouble. That's where we should be getting rid of some of our rubbish. Just send it off into just space. Launch it out. Yeah, it's it here today, mate. Well, the plastic bottles that are floating in the ocean. The environmental just... minister for the Gold Coast. Yeah, mate. Give me twelve months in charge. I'll sort it yeah. out. <laughs> um, but under a rug. <laughs> well, I don't know. That's where I'd be sending it. Mm. It's okay. It's doing no favors in our oceans. Yeah. Um. Before we get off the environment, uh, the Amazon's on fire. Have you seen that? Yeah, so your is this your proof that there's well, global? No, my big beef on. with is that, is that everybody in the Western world's getting up in arms because because of what they're doing with the Amazon. It's like it wouldn't be such a big deal if we hadn't ruined the rest of the planet, mm. and we're relying on that. You know, people call it it's the lungs of the Earth, and it's like yeah, that's because we destroyed the rest of the planet, mm. and now we're leaving a third world country up to like. It, the future of the human race. Don't get all don't get all salty because they're deciding to. Hey, we're going to clear some trees. We're going to we're going to run some cattle here. We're going to we're going to burn off here. Our issue is that we've ruined our part of the planet, but we think that they should just leave the Amazon the way it is because we need it. Everyone's always happy to develop. Yeah, up until the point that their little corner is sorted and then they want no more. I, and I, I would say it's not it. great. Oh, it's not good. I don't, I don't want to see the Amazon on fire, but I'm mm. saying if that makes you emotional and, and you think, hey, we've got dramas because the lungs of the planet are on fire, plant a tree in Australia for crying out loud. But I thought that most of the uh, oxygen was in carbon monoxide was, was uh, recycled through. Don't get all scientific to you. Well, no, I thought, wasn't it the oceans that, Probably. It's algae Car. in the oceans algae. that... Isn't that <laughs> it right? It probably is. I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was the major converter of carbon dioxide into oxygen. All right. The big the big, the big, big science topic for this week mm-hmm. um, was the Mandela said, effect. The Mandela effect. And you looked into it. No, I didn't. But I'm going to pretend oh, I you did. You sent it to me. You said, this is what I want to talk about, the Mandela effect. Well, I, I assume you had you, some... I sent it to you to look to into me. it. <laughs> so I'd already heard about it. I actually had already come across it and... It, I'd come across it through a friend that just brought it up. So essentially what it is that there's people that believed that, uh, and this is, the, well, this is where the name comes from. I won't say this is what started. So the name comes from people that believe that Nelson Mandela died in jail. So there's a, there's a large group of people 
that believed he died in jail. And then there's also everyone else that knows that he didn't die. Can they interview the people that think he died in jail and see whether they believe the earth is flat? (laughs) I think they're the same people. It's not. Well, well, maybe. Maybe. But essentially, the way, the idea of it is that there's large groups of people that have a skewed view on facts. So, for instance, another. I'll, I'll I'll give you another one. I'll give you another one. Do you remember. Movie, remember, you know, the saying I said that mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? So, what's you'd remember that, Matt remember Parle. but you'd remember that, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Cinderella. Yeah, so yeah. the the actual, so this is a second, there's several, like when you go and look into it, there's actually several, you know, uh, like examples that they give you. So, the what the actual, if you go back and look at it, there's it people that magic. listened at school and then people that were doing other shit. No, what it comes down to is, well, my theory. So I'll go back to it. So it's actually, if you actually go back and look at it, it's actually magic mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? It's right. not mirror, mirror on the wall. What would you have said if I asked you? Mirror, mirror. 100%. Yep. So these are examples of what they call the Mandela effect. So what it means is there's large groups of people that have a different view on what the rea- what the facts are. So that's there's one or two things that are happening. Either A, the, what they'll have you believe, or when I want to say they, the theory behind it is that we skew off at certain points, we skew off into an alternate parallel universe. Okay, so this would actually match theories in quantum theories. So this is the, like the kid that thinks that when CERN fired up the Large Hadron Collider that... <laughs> We actually destroyed the universe that we were currently in, and we ended up in another. Well, the way the way in quantum, the way I mean, and there's several theories, but the many worlds theory is, uh, and there's even several theories inside that. But essentially, when an an event happens, every possible outcome happens in that event. So let's say I was to have a drink out of this glass. Yep. There's a reality that happens where I have a drink. There's also a reality that happens that I spill the drink. There's, you know. So there was a reality that I was a sporting superstar. 100%. It's out there. You might have to keep see if to get a search far and wide. <laughs> but there's somewhere. So that's so that's a scientific view on yeah. the, um, it's basically the many worlds and that's quantum. So we can get, it's pretty deep to get into that. But there's, I, there's, I like there's, your other theory that people's memories are just so my thought behind Mandela is that people's memories are shit and unreliable. So essentially what happens is that your brain only remembers a certain percentage and then it fills in the gaps. Can, so Can you clear something up for me? I don't know whether probably not. this is a memory or whether it's or it's or it's something I've made up in my head. When I was a kid there was things that you could put in the end of corn. Yeah. The little yellow things with the spikes on the end. Can't get them anymore. Were they real? Up. Is that a real thing or have I made that up? That's a real thing. That's a so real th- thing. So that's when you talk about people's people's perception of memory. I, I, there was a time in my life I was like, I don't know whether I've made that up or whether I actually remember seeing that as a kid. Yeah. They, so if you Google the Mandela effect, the whole can, reason... Can someone send me some? Because I, I'm, I'm sick of... some. Like, burning yeah, your fingers on corn. Well, I'm like a chump using my that's fingers. A thing. There was another one. I, I'm not a big Star Wars fan, but... Uh, you know where he's like Luke I'm your father yep so he actually doesn't say that he says no I am your father so these are so there's a lot of a lot of these Mandela references are movie references where people pe- are just misquoting movies yes and then what happens is that really is, science or just people are dumbasses well it's I think it, no it's not dumbass it's just happened so I mean the, the 
the science behind it is essentially once you've seen something or an event, within about an hour, there's a massive portion of that. You've probably forgotten 80% of it. So what happens is it's not when you go and think, remember something, you're not pressing replay on a, you know, on a file on your computer and watching it. Your, it's a, it's your brain's, your brain, yeah, it's only remembering certain things and it's filling in the gaps. It's designed yep. to do that. And essentially it can, obviously can get wrong. And then if you get it wrong, you have a, like real vivid dreams too. You can sometimes down the track, you're like, did I dream that or was that real? Yeah. <laughs> did that happen? That's right. Yeah. So oh, there you go. Wow. So that's the Mandela. The Mandela effect. Yeah. Well, hopefully the people at home have got something out of that. This has been my favourite podcast to mm. date, actually. Could be that beer, actually. It's it's a good that, beer. That is tidy. Seven Mile Brewery in Ballina. If you're ever down in Ballina, it's next to the airport. I've got a real buzz going on. I'm glad I'm not driving from here. Yeah, they're good. I told you they're strong. It's like 7.2%. You're going to have to sleep over to Yeah, you. stay uh, the night. Uh, is that all we got? No more sports good. you wanted to talk about? No. Um, the uh, Ballina. Ospreys. Oh, shout out. Uh, 12s, they uh, won their semi. Their, well, they won their now through to the grand final, so it's pretty exciting. Oaks Oval, we're expecting, I don't know, 50 to 20 people <laughs> to, to attend. So I'll tell you something, kids. <laughs> Junior grand finals, don't let anyone belittle them. Some of my greatest memories... 100%. Are the are childhood grand finals that I played in. Definitely. And I still still talk to some of the guys that uh, I played in those footy finals with and there's nothing beats it. For for that couple of hours, you are the king. So Mate, enjoy it. So my son, he's said to me they're playing on... Um, I love this time of year. Oaks Oval in, in Lismore. So, you know, all year they just play on the sports fields around their hills and divots and yep. rock hard like concrete. But for the finals, they play it. Oaks in Lismore, which is a nice field, big grandstand. And he's that excited that they get to run out the tunnels. He's telling me all about it. He just can't wait to get in shave, there. He, make sure you shave his head. <laughs> shave his head. <laughs> and when uh, if he wins, he's allowed to get plastered. Yep, right? yep. How I'll bring him to he? your party. He's only 12. Yep, perfect. He's coming to the party. Mad Monday. Cheer him in. Cheer him in if he, if he yeah. wins. All right, yeah. folks. Uh, my favourite podcast to date. Good fun. Timmy, Good I, back, I love up. it when you're back in the studio. Thanks, mate. Everyone, you know where to find us, at Beers and Banter. Um, thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you.